Welcome to the Life is Relationships podcast, where we share biblical truths about marriage, parenting, and discipleship. The desire of CTCI is to see individuals and families restored in their relationship to the Father and for them to be empowered to have thriving, godly relationships that impact the communities around them. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. And we are here to talk about love. It is yeah. the week of Valentine's Day, and we have Seth and Alicia Williams here to talk about love and what it means to love your spouse. Valentine's Day and all of the uh, all of the hubbaloo. How do you say that word? But I like how you said it better. Can you say that again? I don't know. Hubbaloo. I think you said hubbaloo. I don't know if I can repeat it. You mixed gum and blue the bear. Hubbaloo. Let's talk about love. All of the hubba bubba blue that goes with. You just created a new word. We were praying for creativity. It's coming. All of the shenanigans that go with Valentine's Day and all of the the gifts, the flowers, the stuffed teddy bears, the gigantic sized heart-shaped candies. And all of those things. And so... As we were getting ready for to record this episode, you guys were talking about your very first Valentine's Day, and I thought that would be a fun story to share. So why don't you guys go ahead and kick it off? Cue <laughs> uh, song? No, I got the giggles. No. Yeah, no, we both separately just thought of it uh, right before we started recording, but the sweet memory, we weren't married yet, actually. And were we engaged? Weren't, we weren't even engaged yet. Were we not? No. Was that, was that February of 04? This was 04, February of 04. So before we got married. Right before uh, Chris and Andrew got married. Yeah, and you March. bought you bought me you bought tickets, right? I did that. I, I thought you bought the tickets. I think you bought us tickets to Les Mis and Raleigh. it was the traveling Broadway oh. show. Oh my god! Yeah. Tell us how you really feel, Seth. Oh wow! If you haven't taken your fiance or wife or girlfriend to Les Mis, <laughs> do that. It is worth seeing on the stage. Highly. Highly recommend it, but but I even remember actually the dinner that we went to before we went to Solomon's restaurant. Yes, which Solomon's doesn't exist anymore. Hill. No, and Mediterranean. We had a Wonderful. ballerina waitress that had really good posture, and <laughs> I had never. She brought her food uh, with those <laughs> funny shoes. She on danced point, with our pointy, plates. No, yes. no, no I just remember, I remember her, and I remember the great food, and I remember just thinking this was really special. I think we will remember this for a long time, and we did. Look at sure this enough. Just enough. Nineteen years later. So. so, so for you guys, is what's your take on the Les Mis stage production versus the movie? Mm. Mm. Well, the theatrical is nice because you're there and it's in, in the midst of a play with song. I think the movie I saw. I think there's is there one singing a movie with singing? Yeah, yeah, it's the okay. one with Hugh Jackman. I think, oh. I think I like the Liam Russell Neeson Crow. one better, but I'm just a <laughs> Liam Neeson guy. I've got a very particular set of skills. It's been a while since we watched the movie, but I remember being really impressed with the movie. And I do Jean always, I do always love that in remakes, especially when you get a more intimate uh, picture of the story, like you do in a lot of those types of movies that take something from the stage and put it on film, there is a depth of character mm. because film can allow for that a little bit more. Yeah, it's not so much... Um, Broadway. But but I would still prefer the stage over the movie. Go see both. Nice. 
I've I've never seen the stage production. I, I know Take that in. she and I have actually gone to see Lion King. Mm. I don't think it was our first Valentine's Day, but it was early on in our dating relationship. We we drove. We were living here at the inn, and we drove down to Atlanta to go see. Yeah, Lion King in that. Good plan. Such a great show. Mm. Come on. It's incredible. So, You'll always remember that too. Yeah. It's it's a great one. And so for any of people listening out there, even if you're not <laughs> like a theater person, give it a shot. You never know what what that experience might give you and your significant other. So, it's a good Valentine's yeah. Valentine's Day thing, I think. But yeah. Just Absolutely. an idea for the free of charge. Yeah. And so as we're here to talk about Valentine's Day, that's your first Valentine's Day story. And I think so many people oftentimes, they're, they're thinking of Valentine's Day, and their mind goes a little somewhere in this direction. Mm, yeah. They get into the Marvin Gaye <laughs> land, where it's <laughs> Marvin all Gaye about... Land. It's all about the bedroom. <laughs> Right, but yeah. but I th- I think we all know that that's yeah. not right. that's not what love truly is. Yeah. What love is all about. It's not all about the physical. And so, what are some things that mm-hmm. people can keep in mind as they as you know we're here on Valentine's Day and they're mm-hmm. you know maybe getting ready for you know the just the evening with their their loved one and just celebrating this this you know holiday where. Maybe it's just the reminder that it's not all about the physical. What are some of the things that they can can be thinking about or keep at mm-hmm. the forefront as they're trying to show love in mm-hmm. a good way, in a healthy way to their spouse? I would say there's a lot about the bedroom that we don't talk about. Laundry, folding clothes, doing stuff for your spouse <laughs> leading up to Valentine's Day that helps make a wonderful Valentine's Day. If you're just doing it once a year. You know, like Christmas or Thanksgiving things where, you know, if the only time you gave gifts was on Christmas, that'd be kind of lame. If that's the only time you did anything nice for someone around that season would be kind of lame. I'd say the same about Valentine's Day is it's made up of many moments throughout the year. But there's one one day a year you you take and uh, set it apart to do something special. But I think it's made up of, of many times where you show your love in ways that catches the other by surprise or it's, mm-hmm. she's thankful. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, and I, I think that's, I mean, that might sound like it's not very revelatory, but that's, uh, I think what makes a wonderful mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is to live it mm-hmm. and look for ways throughout the year to do something, not just roses and chocolate on one day. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you said about unexpected. Catch them off guard. Like there is... There's so much familiar about the spouse <laughs> and about the home and about the mundane daily routines. Um, but please don't bring your wife Russell Stover chocolates. Sweetie, if, that's not an ad. Seriously, if you're going to bring her chocolates. Hershey's? Bring her good quality chocolate. She probably loves okay. chocolate. But don't bring Russell Stover, please. Sweetie. And <laughs> oh my gosh, so you sound like a Stover. snob right now. Not not just Hershey kisses. <laughs> what kind of chocolate Hershey are you talking about? Kisses, here? That's kisses. cheap junk, AJ. Well, I like European chocolate. Oh well, and oh, pinkies up. <laughs> I do. I like I like Lint brand. I Maybe like that's a oh, that's like a religious holiday. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. L i n d 
A- oh. Amy loves the the Ferrer Rocher. Yeah, like good stuff. Like, it's got to be good if you can't. I hope it. you know what I your know. wife likes. It's yeah. probably not Russell Stover. So yeah. let's guys, not take do that. No, no offense, y'all. If you love Russell Stover, <laughs> and you, if that's really your jam, <laughs> if that's really your jam, still step it up. You're some people <laughs> Bring her something better. It, if Russell Stover is really your jam, then <laughs> it's probably purchased more than just Valentine's Day. So maybe Valentine's Day is the opportunity for you to get yeah. some of the. The lint truffles, yeah. or maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean they've got some real good healthy chocolate out there now. Too. I've been it's doing like a sugar free. What is that? Chocolate Stevia healthy, I don't think. Super. Oh, they it's go actually, together very well. Yeah, yeah. You can find really delicious healthy chocolate. <laughs> What's that one I've been getting me. I can't remember. Future maybe, podcast. Maybe we can put back. an ad out and just see if they'd want to sponsor us. We're dissing <laughs> well, Hershey's and Russell Stover. But to get away from chocolate, because that wasn't really the question. Okay, but but you did say unexpected. And I think that a- any wife wants to feel seen, and um, and any husband wants to feel seen. Amen. Right. <laughs> Seth, doesn't you go care. about your stuff, <laughs> and remember the old Petra song, I "Seen s- and Not Heard." <laughs> seen and not heard. I seen see you. And not heard. I see you, babe. Some of God's children should be seen. I see not- you, babe. So no one of I wanted to share one of my favorite secular love songs. Is uh wait 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 oh, hold on oh wait is it queued up hold on we've got it right here for you okay, is it very white here it is y'all the greatest ever Have I told you baby for those listening who is this this is Rod Stewart mm. Have I told you baby seriously Have I told you there's no one else above. Come on, y'all. It doesn't There's get no better. Than, it doesn't get better than that. You feel my life. But I do wanna I do wanna pause and say, like, he was on to something. Have I told you lately that I love you? Like, it's easy when you're fresh, when you're when you've, you know, the, the fire fireworks are still exploding in the sky to be like, oh, I love you, babe. But when you've been married for years, and you've been raising children or, you know, maybe you haven't even been able to have children, but you've, you've been married and you've been working and you've been serving and you've been loving and you've been doing life together. But it's through the day in and day out. Have I told you lately that I love you? Have I told you there's Sounds no like one else above you? You know, I think, I think many, many wives and husbands would, would buckle in the knees, you know, if, if their spouse really, really really dedicated themselves to making sure in a fresh and unique, but so deep and sincere way. Mm. They said, have I told you, babe, lately, how much I love you? You know, like that, that's a song for married folk. And uh, I wanted to impart that to all you married folk out there. Like, find something you haven't done in a while. Please make the sacrifice, you know, to make your spouse feel seen. You know, there may be a basketball game tonight that you've got to go to for your middle school, or there may be some work that goes way after hours. But please make this every sacrifice you can to make your spouse feel seen. And the ways that they are going to feel love <clears throat> is something only you sh- you should know best how they will feel the love because you're married to them. You know, mm-hmm. so don't make it cliche. Don't make it generic. Please make it specific. You know, you let know. it cost something. 
Let it cost something. Make a sacrifice. You know how to love them best. What would what would really do it? Man, I can't wait for (laughs) Valentine's Day to come up after that speech. (laughs) It is Valentine's Day. (laughs) It is Valentine's Day. Man, I'm so glad it's Valentine's. I can't wait to see what Alicia gives me. (laughs) I can't wait to see what she surprises me. For Valentine's Day. Mm, Baby, you know. You know what I like. She knows you want those Lindt chocolate truffles. <laughs> that sounds a little ashy, but I'll eat them. It's Wednesday. There's nothing on the telly. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. You're going to be tasked with how much of this do I cut out? <laughs> what is proper? <laughs> that was good, babe. Man. You see why I married see, this Rod girl? See, Rod Stewart. Did you see why I married this girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good because I think what you're talking about there is, you know, you're saying be specific. It's not just about, oh, there's this holiday that came up. It's, it's, there's a different intentionality behind showing your spouse love the way that you know that they receive love. Yeah. Because we, we have to keep in mind, and I think we've talked about on a, on a separate episode before about just the way that, that we all give and receive information the way that we give and receive love and how there's just a different intentionality to make sure that I'm not showing love and just how I yeah. receive love. Yeah. You know, for for Amy and I, when it comes to like the five love languages and that kind of stuff, we're on almost like complete polar opposites of the spectrum where it's like, you know, you guys I think are a little more, you have a little more overlap on your Venn diagram of where you give and receive love. And, but for Amy and I, it's like, for her, it's like touch and quality time. And for me, it's, you know, acts of service and gifts and like that kind of stuff, words of affirmation. And where it's like early on in our marriage, I had to think about, or I not think about, I had to learn that me being physically present in the same space as her didn't count as quality time. Because just how my brain is wired, how I work, how I do stuff, I can sit there and have a TV show on while I'm working on stuff on the computer and have, you know, our our legs like overlapping on the ottoman and be like, look, hey, quality time. We're here together watching a show. We're touching. It's all good. And it's like, <laughs> but check both it's like, you know, <laughs> I even multitasked the love showing and it <laughs> yeah. doesn't work that way. Yeah. I had to learn that it's like, no, I need to. I need to put my phone face down mm-hmm. on the other side of the room, <laughs> leave the laptop, and just be there. Engage. to, uh, f- In order for her love bucket to be filled. Mm-hmm. And for her, it's the same where it's like she had to figure out. It's like, you know what? It means a lot if I do X, Y, and Z around the house so that it's not something that he's doing when he gets home and that kind of stuff. And so that's just one example of the intentionality of make sure like love your spouse well. And I think I would also say, and I'd love to hear what you guys think about this too, because you already kind of touched on it. Make sure that that, that showing of affection and that care isn't relegated to Valentine's day. (laughs) Seth, you were talking about how you, you don't just give gifts on, on Christmas or and that kind of thing. And so what are a couple ways that people can make sure that they're being intentional about how they love their spouse 
throughout the year, and it's not just February 14th. Time to pay up. (laughs) I think uh, just be open to hearing creative ideas in your heart and just acting out on them. It might just be a simple, I love you on a card. It might be, don't overthink it. Just, but as they come, do it sort of thing. If it comes to mind, just do a simple, buy some chocolates here. Do Just let them know that you're thinking of them. Here's a, a little way to say you're close to my heart and I love you. And it just, you know, it goes a long way, I think, just as it comes up. Just things to show I'm, I'm being thoughtful and I care. And it that will really overflow into every area of your life. You're thinking like that for her. A generous heart is really a powerful thing in that we we think of and we do. We, we're hearers and doers of the word. And we're hearers, I mean, when the Lord puts an idea on my heart, and he puts a lot of things on my heart, I think we can hear him better than we think we can. But let him put her, or you know, her put him on, on their hearts, and, and, then, and then do that. Just do something simple. And it will, it goes a long way in our marriage. I see when she's done, you know, something and she knows how to get to my heart and vice versa. And you'll, you'll learn that. We're still growing in that. Yeah. That's a lifelong pursuit in our marriage. It's, I'm excited about thinking of new things to do. And it opens up creativity to say this is not a bland marriage. This is not, this is a marriage of, it's colorful. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. I'm excited. What's going to happen in 2023? What other things will happen this year? It's early in the year right now. I mean, think about the other opportunities. It doesn't matter where you blew it in the past, I would say as well, to not listen to the accuser or the brethren. Don't, don't think, well, I've blown it. I've never done anything that nice or that good. Well, start today. You're hearing this right now? Do something simple and unexpected, like we said, and, and watch it bear fruit in your marriage and your life overflow into other areas. Yeah. Yeah. Any offering on Valentine's Day will feel a lot more authentic and from the heart. If it's not an isolated event, <laughs> it will feel not manufactured. It will feel like, yeah, just real and authentic. But you can also jumpstart these acts off of, let it be a renewal. Don't wait, time. just start. Start it today. Like, don't wait. I love what you were saying there, that this isn't a bland marriage. And like, I'm reminded constantly too, like, it's important Keep fun as a part of your marriage. Oftentimes in marriage, people find themselves just, you get caught up in the mundane. You get caught up in the laundry. You get caught up in the bills. You get caught up in taking care of the house. All of these things. Make sure that you're having fun with your spouse. What are the things that you did when you were dating that were fun before you got married? Have some of those things fallen to the wayside? Do you still do those things? Do you still... Do you still sneak away for a day to go sit in a coffee shop for half the day and read together? Do you go and just go for a drive just for the sake of going for a drive? That's good. What are these things that you're doing that you can that you can do better mm-hmm. or that you can not do better but, but that you can bring back yeah. into and reincorporate into your marriage? Yeah. We've talked about the importance of continually dating your spouse, about how you get married, you need to continue dating. And this is just another reminder of that. And like what is the fun that you did before you got married or even early on in your marriage that mm-hmm. you don't really do anymore? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to go back and reincorporate some of those things. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Food That's for good. thought. Well, do you guys have any, uh, just any parting words to, to people listening today on this, this day of love? Man, I kind of want to hear another song. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
I mean, I've got one. Can queued, you make one up on the I've, spot? I've got one queued up for the very end when okay. we're done. So don't you worry. Um, it's a great '90s classic. Oh, well, we we recently had the honor and the pleasure of basically writing a wedding ceremony, and what we really felt led to do in that wedding ceremony was just remind the groom and the bride that the Lord is the source of love. He is love. And if you find that you are really, to use a funny, maybe graphic word, a little constipated in the giving of love ability, uh, you probably need a good heavy dose of the love of God. You need to know that you are loved. That's where it all begins. And that's why we're free to love is because he loved us. So on this day, really drink deeply of of the love of God. When he looks at you, you know, he sees someone that he formed fearfully, wonderfully, uniquely, amazingly. And uh so good. And he he wants to meet with you today. He wants to give you a spiritual laxative. Oh golly. <laughs> Cue the love song. <laughs> his, <laughs> his love is a spiritual laxative. <laughs> no. Wow. His, his love. I'm overflowing. <laughs> oh, golly. So much of this is staying in. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Thanks, babe. That it. was perfect. Loosen people up. Please get loosened up by the love of God. Seriously, oh, like, come on. know joy. that you're loved, joy. that you're loved. Yeah. He loves Amen. you. He loves you. He loves you. You are loved. Come on. You know, like, That's don't good. ever leave that position. Like, if you yeah. need to today, just stand under the waterfall. God, come love on. me. Let me experience your love afresh, anew. I got to know it more today than yeah. I did yesterday that That's you right. love me. So, right. you know, it's, it's, it, it certainly is related to how we offer love to our spouse. That's it's, right. Uh, we love because he first loved us. Come on. So that would be my two cents. If don't don't be constipated, yeah. the Lord can get you flowing. Yeah it it may not be a <laughs> it may not be a a laxative analogy, but um, <laughs> as you as you were talking, I was reminded of uh, how you first off you can't give from an empty cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also you can only love others. There there was a while ago that where I. Um, there was just a bunch of different things that I was working through, and and part of the conversations I was having as I was as I was working through this was that you can only show people love as well as you can receive love, and as well as you love yourself. That's right. Yeah. And that's not like that's not funky self love yeah. talk. That that's legitimately. Yeah. If you are incapable of receiving love, you can only show love to a certain degree. Yeah. Whereas if you open yourself up to receiving love yeah your ability to show love grows exponentially outside of that and so take yourself a good dose of spiritual miralax from the father that's right that's right that's right we're just riding this keep thing it. all the way to the end. <laughs> keep it man just keep no it. you can love and, yourself when you know you're loved yeah by the god of the universe when you see his eyes looking at you with that much love you can't help but love yourself too God loves me that much. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's right. Yeah. David said, and you know, it said of David that he was a man after God's own heart. And I think his 
you know, the prayers and Psalms and all the places we read about him, he overflowed with love because he, he received it. That's right. And yeah. even in a time of law, he, he did things in such a passionate way before the Lord. It wasn't about a letter of the law to him. It wasn't legalities. It was, I know in a relational way, the creator of the universe and my heart explodes with gratitude and love. And from that place, he loved others well. You see his relationship with Jonathan, and he honored Jonathan. And that's an amazing bro, you know, brotherhood, and something they had was mutual love. If you want to see a good example of love in a Bible like that, if you want to see between a man and a woman, Song of Solomon, is, that might be your, <laughs> your uh, Valentine's Day book. But, yeah, so I think that just really, I think you guys just nailed it. If we know his love, then we know how to love our spouse. As Christ loved the body, gave himself for her. That's good, man. I dig it. I dig it too. Well, hey, as we finish out this episode, like you said, you requested one final let's, song. Let's go. And this comes from a uh, an iconic movie of the 90s with Bruce Willis. The song is by Aerosmith. And here you go. <laughs> I could stay awake just to hear you breathing Watch you smile while you are sleeping so good. While you're falling <laughs> and dreaming <laughs> Take away In the sweet surrender I could stay It's probably the only singing that you'll ever really get from me on this thing It's good, karaoke Forever. Ah, uh, that's pretty good. Still doesn't beat Rod Stewart. Oh, babe. Don't want to close my eyes. Come on, Seth. Don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing. Because even when I dream again, the sea You even got that sassy part. <laughs> yeah. That, it's like Mystery Theater 3000. Or something. <laughs> that blesses us. Thank yeah, you. Does. Well, we hope that you, the listeners, have found that just as enjoyable and entertaining as we had <laughs> engaging in that song. And uh, we hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful Valentine's Day. Let this be a Valentine's Day where... You are showing love more intentionally. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're receiving love a little more intentionally. Amen. And let it be a time of, let this, as Alicia said, if you have felt stopped emotionally up. constipated, if you've been stopped up <laughs> in the, the area of, of showing love, let this be the catalyst for you to be Mm -hmm. exponentially generous and showing love to your spouse mm -hmm. and to others Amen. throughout the rest of the year. Amen. Amen. Happy so Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You're here. Make sure you don't buy Chocolax. <laughs> <laughs> or Russell Stover. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the podcast, guys. All right, see ya. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. And we would love if you left us a review. For more information about CTCI and our upcoming programs, be sure to check out ctcilife.org. 
This podcast is a production of Christian Training Center International, and it is produced by AJ Selby and Seth Stradling.